Hello, and welcome back to Miracle Mindset Podcast. We are the Miracle Mindset Coaches, Luella Moore and Jennifer Lamprich, and we're excited to talk about I really love this topic that we're going to talk about today, but before we get into it, um, let us remind you, please, to subscribe, to comment. We love, love, love comments, love knowing that anybody is watching, um, and share us with your friends. That is how we will get the word out there about mindset. We have 15 years of coaching experience between the two of us, and and we know that losing weight, any type of health journey, any type of self-development journey requires a lot more than getting on the scale. It's just so much bigger than that. And that's what we like to focus on because if you can change the six inches between your ears, you can change anything in your life. So Jennifer, what's the topic you have for us today? What are we going to be talking about? Yeah, today we are talking about food fallacies. Um, But before we get into that, um, I want to take a step back and talk about how thoughts lead to feelings. And um, so as we're going about our day, if we will examine our thoughts and ask the question, is it true? Or is this just a story that I'm telling myself or putting around that thought? Um, So then um, as we lead, as we look at our thoughts and we talk about the food fallacy, I think you're maybe paused. No. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. No, I just look frozen. Okay. That's all. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> all right. Excuse the interruption there. Okay. So, but as we talk about food fallacy, so a fallacy is something that is mistakenly believed. And so then we get into food fallacy. So a mistaken belief about food. Um, and so I bring in the thoughts lead to feelings because sometimes those thoughts surrounding the food can lead to these feelings of oh, I must have this, this is, you know, this is, we're going to get into all those food fallacies, but I'll just use a quick example of this is free. I must have this. And it makes me feel so excited because. Oh, it's free. That's one that gets me all my life. (laughs) Right, right. Um, So let's get into food fallacies and um, just what they are and um, maybe some examples of some. Um, We'll go, we can go ahead with the it's free. Um, Have you ever caught yourself with it's free? And so. Oh my gosh. Yes. At every church dinner, at every social picnic, at every get together. I I mean, I used to tell my, I would say to my husband, oh, we have that, you know, church party or whatever, maybe for Halloween or something. There's going to be so much garbage there. There's going to be so much food and I cannot handle myself with all of this buffet of food in front of me that's just free and available and no one's paying attention to me and I can do whatever I want. Um, the food fallacy that comes to me is you got to hurry up and eat as much of this as you can. Mm -hmm. Now, if I stop and ask myself, is that true? Uh, it is a glaring, blaring, bright (laughs) fallacy, right? That is not true. Number one, I don't have to eat any of that. I, I can go to a party and not eat anything. That's, I mean, that seems crazy, right? But when you examine it and ask yourself, is it really true? Um, Saying to yourself, well, it's free is actually a fallacy in itself because is it really free? Right. Right. Is it really free? No, you don't have to pay for it with money. 
But I don't know about you, Jennifer, but I've been to some get togethers or big social events where I have eaten so much that I have paid. I have paid for it big time and it has absolutely not been free. So I I think we've debunked that fallacy (laughs) right there. For sure. Yeah, absolutely. I think the the freeness, the, something being free, there's an emotional um, thing that happens within me that it, it brings up like these feelings of giddiness of like, woohoo, it's free. Like I have to, I have to partake in it because it is free, especially um, I think when there's um, restaurants or stores or whatever that is offering something quote unquote free, those are yes. the ones that get me more than like a social event. Um, the, if I'm, I'm somewhere and, oh, they're going to give me free dessert or free, yeah, free appetizer. Oh, we have to eat it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. So that emotional response, I think, plays in it too. Um, another one is it's a rare opportunity. Well, this one's hard, Jennifer. <laughs> this one's hard. We went, you know, I spent um, some time when I was younger as a missionary in France and I love France and I speak French. I'm, I've been a French teacher for years. And um, we went back for my 40th birthday a couple of years ago and it was really hard not to fall into that. Okay. We're in Europe and you know the french bakery and and all the pastries and we went to italy and the gelato and all of that and it was really hard not to just be like well we're in europe i'm doing whatever i want here's the thing i think that this food fallacy comes down to okay it's a rare opportunity okay yeah you might have a rare opportunity right i don't go to europe every year I go, I've been there twice, three times in my whole life. So yeah, I'm probably going to have some bread. Yeah. I'm probably going to have some gelato. Yeah. I'm probably going to have a pastry. Do I need to have one every single day? Do I need to have a triple scoop? Right. So that's where I think this food fallacy is something that can be debunked as well. Number one, I think at the top of the list becomes it's a rare opportunity I mean, what do you mean by rare opportunity? Because if you're trying to tell yourself that it's a rare opportunity to eat, that's going to be false because we all have tons to eat every day. Right. Yeah, I, yeah, I agree. I don't, I can't think of an example right off the top of my head, but um, I loved your example. And as you were talking about it, my thoughts were going to, oh my goodness, that would be so difficult with all of the the, the the goodness of all of those things and and such a temptation um so good for you for recognizing that um while it may have been a rare opportunity and you can partake some it doesn't mean it doesn't have to be every day all day partaking in those things um another one i think that this one probably hits home for a lot of people is i shouldn't waste food and gosh, I, I mean, I did you grow from, up in the clean plate club? Oh yeah. Yeah. That. And I, you know, I, I think that I see my kids and, um, you know, it's like, they've got a little bite of this or that left. <clears throat> I do it a lot with, um, if they have something that I wouldn't normally eat and there's a little, a little nibble left, then I will justify it with, well, then I, I shouldn't waste that food. And, and now I get a, I get a, I get to partake in something that I wouldn't eat all of. I wouldn't order it for myself. Right. Right. You wouldn't get like the the chicken nuggets meal. (laughs) Um, so it, it is, 
I love this idea because I totally grew up in the clean plate club, right? I mean, I, my mom, my dad too would say there are children starving in Africa <laughs> and you're not going to eat that. Right. Okay. That is, that is, I just think so the only word I can think of is ridiculous, mm-hmm. right? Because me overeating is not going to help anyone who doesn't have food. Right. Right. That that's, it's an absolute mistaken belief fallacy with a capital F. Um, and I, I think I was taught from a very early age to clean my plate. I was naturally drawn to big quantities, just how I was. And so I would get big quantities and then be expected to clean my plate. And I was conditioned to eat more than my body needed. Now, you know, I'm not trying to blame anyone or anything, but I think a lot of us go through that. And I think the idea, if we can debunk that fallacy of I shouldn't waste food to, um, you know, it's, it's not wasting food if I'm not hungry. It's, it's not wasting, right? Maybe we should work on portions and all that kind of stuff, but really the best thing that we can do is eat what our body needs and leave the rest. And I like what you said about, it's not going to someone without food. It's not going to help anybody without food for you to eat more food. Um, yeah, that's, that's huge. Uh, so, yeah. So I think that, um, going right along with that one is I paid good money for it. Um, so I think that, 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 I think that those two go hand in hand. Um, yes. <laughs> that one makes me laugh because I lived in such scarcity for such a long time around money. Right. Like, I mean, I would go to a restaurant, uh, please tell me I'm not the only crazy person who has done this, but I, I would look, I would examine the menu to see where I was going to get the best bang for my buck right? Like I did not want the little, even if I wanted pasta carbonara, if it was a little tiny one cup dish or something, I'm like, Oh no, maybe I'll get the burger and fries. Cause it's this, it's bottomless fries or something, right? Cause it's more bang for, I'm going to get a better deal. Right. I'm always looking for a bargain. And when it comes to food, I have, that's been a hard thing for me to overcome. It is tough for me to spend nine 99 on the salad, instead of $4.99 on the burger and fries. Yeah, that's, I mean, I'm, I'm sure that I'm not going to make any assumptions, but there's a meme that has the problem with the, the food <laughs> is that this over here is a 99 cent cheeseburger and this salad over here is $10. And so, you know, what do you choose? Um, not exactly going along with that, but um, anyways, that's what came to mind when, when you talked about that. Um, but yeah, the the good money for food, um, I have played into that too of, um, oh gosh, I have to eat it because I paid good money for it and I need to finish all of this because because this was this was a lot of money and um, justifying it um, or, or buying into that fallacy. Well, and have you ever been eating something that wasn't even that good? Oh, or yeah. like you, you know, you're beyond like you're full, you want to stop. And number one, we've talked about food science in the past, right? Food is, is created to make us continue to make it so that we don't want to stop, right? All of the receptors in our brain and all of that brain chemistry works against us. Um, but I mean, I've had a situation where I've thought, 
you know, I paid $25 for this plate by darn, I'm eating the whole dang thing. And I will sit there and make myself sick Uh (laughs) because I paid for it. Right. So if we can, again, debunk that fallacy, I paid good money for it. Hey, guess what? It's not going to be worth any amount of money based on how you feel. If it makes you sick or, or gives up your goals or anything like that, it is not worth it. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, Okay, so I'm going to say the next one is, I'll be missing out on so much fun. (laughs) Man, (laughs) again, a tough one. These are all so tough. These are are. real life things that I think happen to all of us. And I think it's important that we talk about it. Because, you know, I I find myself thinking of a Christmas a while back, when um, I there was M&Ms on the table. And, you know, other things, tons of cookies, there's traditions of making, you know, everybody's favorite cookie. So there's like 17 different kinds of cookies and treats. And then of course, M&Ms and fudge and all this other stuff. And I remember going into the kitchen and getting a plate of celery and carrots. And I came back to the table and someone at the table said, oh, you were so much more fun when you were fat. And I, number one, it was like a stab to my heart. I was like, oh my goodness, right? But um, I've come a long way since then with just my personal development. And I, I think I would have been much, I don't think I said anything or did anything. I think I just was quiet then. But I, now, if I could experience that again, I, I would say, you know, oh, that's not true. I'm way fun. I'm super fun and I feel so much better. I can actually be more fun now that I'm not dampened right now that my personality is not dampened and drowned in all the food that I was eating for a long, long time. Right. You know, so don't ever believe that you're not missing out on the fun. If you stop partaking in things that don't help you live your best life. Absolutely. Um, Yeah. That fun factor Um, (laughs) that has certainly played into my life, but kind of, it doesn't exactly go along with it, but, um, just thinking about like traditions and, um, so when I shared this, um, with someone recently, so I am from Texas and being from Texas, I, I'm supposed to like Mexican food, (laughs) Tex-Mex. Um, and so that also means all of the things that go with it and it is delicious. Don't get me wrong. But so ever, so I don't live in Texas right now. Uh, my husband's in the Navy and so we're, um, we're not there. And, but when we go, I feel like, um, I have to eat all of the things because that's what tradition says. Tradition says that this is what I'm supposed to do. And my former self, I would just gorge on all of the hot sauce and salsa and chips and the enchiladas and all the things. And, and so now kind of looking at my current self versus my previous self, am I missing out on the fun of, of this and the tradition that goes with this? That when I come to Texas, we go to these places. So trying to find a different way of looking at it, it's not always easy, but, um, but the fun, um, I, yeah, I mean, I could go into a ton of details about missing out on the fun or the tradition that goes along with food. Um, just like what you're talking about at Christmas time and cookies and sweets and all the things, um, are we really missing out on anything? I, I, I mean, I don't, I, I think that at one time I probably thought that I was, um, it's all about what you believe, right? <clears throat> yeah. It, it, it comes down to what you, 
opened this podcast with what our thoughts are about it because you know take me back to that table where someone said to me oh you were so much more fun guess what uh her comment had much more to do with her yeah than it did with me right 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 it probably made her uncomfortable that I was not eating the junk yeah, food. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And yeah, isn't, so, isn't that interesting? Yeah. I mean, that, that opens up a whole other discussion of when, when things are said, you know, you're, you know, sometimes it's made to make people make comments that say, you're, you know, you're not having any fun. You're missing out on the fun, but it's more about them and, and them remembering our previous self and the yeah. change that's happening. Yeah. Um, so, because you know, all of these fallacies become, it's, it's time, it's, <laughs> I'm not sure exactly how to say what I want to say, but like owning your journey, owning where you are and being okay with the decisions that you're making is a huge part of a health journey. Yeah. Right. All of these fallacies go out the window when you've decided to do something different and to own it and to be okay with it. I'm gonna sit at this table with my friends and family and all of this junk food, and I'm not gonna eat any because I know it's not gonna make me feel good. That's the decision that I have made, but I can still participate in the fun and the family and the games, and I can get my own snack. And I don't have to listen to anything that I don't believe is true. And if I don't believe it, then it's not true. Right. Right. That's the beauty of it. It is. I love that. Um, I would say just one more is um, I love food too much. (laughs) (laughs) Me, 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 me. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Um, Don't we all love food? Of course we love food. Food is, you can't just stop eating, right? We can be addicted to food, I truly believe, but it's not like alcohol or drugs. We can't just stop yeah it completely right but we can learn different habits i mean that's something that you and i have been working on with our clients and working on ourselves for for many years it's not an overnight journey right none of these overcoming these food fallacies you will fall back into them you will yeah. believe them at times you will have a hard time with them that's part of the journey it's up and down yeah. I, I was talking the other day about life being like a roller coaster right and where you get on and you're not really sure what's going to happen and you're kind of nauseous and oh man if this drops off I might throw up but most of the time you get off that ride with all the twists and turns and you're like let's go again mm, let's right. go again that was awesome right so I don't know what the roller coaster had to do with food fallacies but we just want to tell you the next time you hear a food fallacy or you think a food fallacy, Check your thoughts, ask yourself the question, is that really true? And then if you can debunk that and turn it into a myth, you will have so much power in your life to make the decisions that you truly want to make. Yes, very good. Well, with that, I think that that's, that about wraps it up. Um, so just be mindful of those fallacies. <laughs> righty. take care. All right, bye-bye.